like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual, kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prunes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another BDSM United podcast. This is our new and updated, totally revised slave training program. This has been one of the hottest topics with our podcast by far so far. And so we definitely wanted to revisit it, it with new material and just kind of freshen it up and actually add, oh, there's a lot of new stuff that focuses more on the mind uh, than was previously uh, included. Uh, we think that this process of slave training is super important, that uh, even though there is some level of trauma involved in training, uh, just at the level of, um, of changing someone's nature and their will and breaking them in or breaking them and molding them and shaping them into the slave that you enjoy and you desire... Um, if you skip the training process, even though you'll come uh, to similar results in the end, there's a lot more trauma involved uh, for both of you in the process, especially when you uh, don't know exactly or don't have a plan for how to uh, communicate what you expect, and you, your submissive doesn't know how to, uh, how to accomplish what you expect or what you expect along the way and they just kind of wing it with on-the-job training, it's really going to be uh, really traumatic for them. It's the difference between throwing someone out of a boat into the ocean to teach them how to swim rather than just giving them swimming lessons. Previously, we looked at the who of the submissive involved, and let's briefly focus on this podcast on the dominant within slave training. It's very important for a dominant who intends to be part of a, uh, of a dynamic to embrace his or her dominant nature. The dominant's own comfort level in exercising dominance will feed the submissive nature of the submissive and ultimately through the submissive's heightened submission, encourage the dominant's nature, natural ability to dominate. So it's, uh, you know, as you... Uh, as you exert your dominance, it will heighten submission, which will in turn feed back to you and heighten your dominance. Thus, the cup empties, it refills itself. Tip the balance too far and one cup gets too full while the other finally empties. Make no mistake about it. As the dominant, you must also demonstrate that you are indeed the leader you must show that you can both dominate and control the situation as well as the submissive, all while demonstrating experience, knowledge, wisdom, and patience with the submissive. If you don't appear to be in control of every aspect of yourself, the submissive, and the situation, you likely will not earn the submissive's respect. Without that, a protocol Dynamic becomes nothing more than role play. 
If you can, you will find a relationship dynamic that is far more psychologically and emotionally fulfilling than anything you have likely experienced before. In in simple terms, whether teaching someone from the beginning or practicing a day-to-day routine in an established relationship, you need to establish in the submissive's mind um, a mixture of reverential fear and blind obedience. Fear of the drill sergeant, blind faith in the clergy, as well as a desire to be found pleasing and desirable to the dominant. It's not uncommon to find yourself seen as all of these things to the submissive. You should be the center of that submissive's universe during periods of training. In such a dynamic, there's uh, such a thing as a healthy level of, like I said, reverential fear, fear, mixed with many other emotions that drive the submissive to want and to try their best to be obedient even when they don't understand their own feelings on what is being asked of them. The process of training a submissive is very much like that of a new recruit and the drill sergeant. We make a lot of military references because BDSM includes a lot of military hierarchy. It always has included that. It's always been a part of BDSM and of of the power exchange dynamic. The dominant should have a good working knowledge of what mental and uh, psychological goals are to be achieved. The process of doing this will be one of breaking down and removing existing concepts and thoughts on submission and service to a dominant. Then remolding the submissive's mind to a new and more disciplined way of thinking. With any form of training, the more prepared you are before the training session begins, the better that the results will be. So that said, how do you set up a proper training session? Well, you break it down into different components. Uh, First is the training environment. This should be a well thought out. uh, This should be well thought out to set the atmosphere and the ambiance in such a way to create an enhanced experience. Plus, make the submissive more responsive to the training that you'll be conducting. Um, privacy is the first and most important part of setting up the scene. Some may think that you, if you just take your submissive down to the local club or dungeon, that that would be a good setting for MS training. Um, an atmosphere filled with other people like you all enjoying, you know, S&M. Uh, that might be great for taking a trained submissive to show off their training to others, but um, that's not where the best place for the learning process. This is an intimate and an emotionally volatile time for the submissive. Often the greatest joy is the pride you see in them, and their greatest fear is your disappointment in their public failure. So even if you don't have fancy dungeon furniture or tortured submissives crying out in the background, some well-placed candles and a good choice of mood music can do just as well. The important part is establishing an intimate mental connection with the submissive, centering the submissive's reality to your voice and touch will help them reach a mental place where they can lose themselves in your gaze alone. The, the, their, 
their rest should be simple ambience that will fade into the background of your training session as your as it begins. Next, you want to ensure that you present yourself as the dominant. Consistency is always key. You want to make sure that you are always consistently dominant and that in everything they are consistently submissive. Uh, present yourself clearly as the one in control of the training session and the submissive. The question of who is the boss should not even enter their mind from the first moment of the training session. To do this, you must be prepared and know what is your hope to accomplish during the session. It's not it, While you may get some feedback from them, it isn't the time for lots of discussion uh, as a give and take. It would be more of a time of lecture, not as so much a time of discussion. You must know what the typical responses to your guidance will be, both good and bad, and have the answers to the submissive's questions. There are some times you can say, I don't know, but I will find out. However, there's a great deal more that you better know the answer to if you want to earn the submissive's trust. Don't be afraid to write up an outline for yourself so you know the important points that you want to achieve. Don't forget to, don't, um, don't be afraid to plan. Planning is a good thing. Uh, something that's spontaneous can sometimes feel passionate but oftentimes in a training, you definitely want to have planning involved. Actually, with this podcast, I write up quite extensive notes. Uh, sometimes it may feel or sound like I'm reading to you, but ultimately, I'm just trying to be really prepared because I want to have the best product that I can give you. And so that's, um, you know, that's based on me being a uh, um, a good dominant in my relationship as well. I want to be prepared. I want to be the best that I can be. I want to master myself, and through mastering myself, I can help master you. <laughs> and I can give this somewhat of a master class feel. Um, so don't be afraid to write up an outline for yourself so you know the important parts you want to achieve and what you don't want to forget to say in the process. Uh, that's an important thing for me here. I don't want to, there's things I want to say and I don't want to forget them, so I write them in notes. Next, you want to appear to be the one in charge physically. Your body language, your dress, your mannerisms, your speech patterns, your tone, and mental confidence all play into this. Now, there's no need to dress up in costumes or leather or anything else extreme to accomplish this. If, if you have leather or like to wear leather, that's fine. Um, it's how you carry yourself, not what you wear, or if you strut around carrying a crop. Um, oftentimes in training sessions, wearing nothing more than a T-shirt, jeans, and tennis shoes. Yet at no point in the process should the submissive ever question who is in charge or doubt your dominance over them. Be confident and secure Always sure of what you aim to accomplish in the session. Speak clearly, succinctly, and stay focused. Most importantly, speak. A good dominant in a training session will be talking through most of the session. And like I said, you'll be talking through it, but not necessarily discussing. The submissive shouldn't, it may have some questions, but they shouldn't have, you know, lots of questions and you shouldn't 
they should you should be able to communicate what you desire to them uh you should be uh, a good dominant in a training session will be talking through most of the session silence lends to a lack of confidence and uncertainty you don't want the submissive's mind to wander or become confused because you fell silent they will do just that if you're not articulating what you want them to be focused on or doing at that moment. Silence should be deliberate and with an expected result, not awkward. Uh, lastly, you want to prepare the submissive for what's to come. You don't want to leave any detail unattended or assumed. You want to instruct the submissive down to the smallest detail on what is expected of them. You may want to tell the submissive what or how to dress when they arrive at the appointed place and time, how to address you, how to speak or not to speak. They should have a very clear expectation of what will happen. You oftentimes need to tell them what they should be thinking, what they should be mindful of, what they should be focusing on. Uh, and, and you should be, tell them how they are to respond to your instructions. Likewise, they should understand the ramifications of not complying unquestioningly 100% at all times with your instructions. Now, don't rule out a dominant training program either. Um, this podcast series, for instance, is, is an example of, uh, of dominant training. It's, this is meant for masters. Well, I mean, slaves can listen to it too, but it's meant for masters and dominants to learn, uh, what needs to be included in a training program. Um, no one walks in the door, dominance included with magic knowledge of all things. And a dominant that is new to protocol will definitely need to learn how to practice his or her end of it as well. I'm Primal Picky. You can find me on Facebook at The Primal Picky. It's all one word. You can also find me at Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape. There's like, um, we've been doing this since 2012, so there are hundreds of educational resources there that you can search um, maybe through keywords, search through the archives of that page. You can find that at WCDTBDSM on Facebook. You can also find our resources, uh, including videos of these uh, podcasts being recorded um, that are on YouTube. You can find those links at BDSMUnited.com. Uh, if you've been listening on your favorite platform, please connect with us through a like, a subscribe, a follow, a thumbs up. Um, a review would be really nice if you're listening on Apple because uh, they have, uh, uh, if you could rate us one through five, whatever your feelings are, just tell us. We'd like to know. Um, it's a good way for you to connect with us because we read those things. But it also allows other adults to connect with these BDSM educational resources. Um, when people are educated in our lifestyle, it's good for our entire BDSM community. So thank you for playing your part in that process of educating people. It's been a joy talking to you today, and I will talk to you again soon. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at datingkinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky. 
built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a Plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.